This is the new LOL podcast, and I am Karen Stewart. My goal is to challenge you, motivate, and encourage you to live your life boldly as a Christian out loud. Do me a favor. If you find anything of value, any motivation, any encouragement, help me spread the word like this. Share it on all your channels. And thanks for listening. Let's get started. At the beginning of last month was Rosh Hashanah, which is the start of the Jewish New Year. Now, I can't say that I'm particularly into all of that studying Jewish history and all that, but I am aware of it, and I do think there is a significance for Christians as well. I tend to kind of keep my focus as much on the person of Jesus alone as possible, but then when he highlights things by his spirit, I just try to pay attention. So whenever the Jewish New Year comes in, there is usually a great deal of talking about it, some prophecy, some teaching, all of that within certain streams, depending on what flavor of Christianity you follow. And last year, I remember hearing about the year of pay, which means the year of the mouth, and all the meanings and all the instructions for Christians in the year ahead, things to look out for, um, things to expect things to do. Anyway, each year on my actual birthday, which is when I celebrate New Year's in November, I always look back at the year that has just ended and just acknowledge what God has done, what he said, all of that. And I ask him for a word for the new year I'm coming into. This year, for the first time ever on Rosh Hashanah, I did that same thing. I looked back on the year that just ended just to see what the Lord might show me or say to me. And I remembered that during the last year, I was amazed by the things I heard people say, Christians in particular, that just blew my mind. I was constantly finding my whole brain in a twist because I couldn't understand how Christians, in what could have been and could be our finest hour, were spending all of their time using their voices loudly to sound alarms about things that had absolutely nothing to do with the kingdom. I remember thinking that it was like some kind of Pandora's box had been opened and all of a sudden all the things that people were thinking were just flying around everywhere with no thought of the outcome of those words. Make no mistake, I'm not talking about things that people were not already thinking or saying. It's just that there seemed to be a whole new boldness unleashed. In the past, people were saying many of the same things, but they were saying them anonymously online, hiding behind fake usernames. So no one actually knew who they were. But over the last year, it seemed like people were saying the craziest things out loud with no concern or thought whatsoever about how it might sound or if it was even right to say. Again, the year of the mouth. Then this whole other thing became intensified, which is now called cancel culture. So not only were and are people saying every kind of crazy thing you can imagine out of their mouth, if you dare to disagree or have your own idea or perspective. 
you are labeled with some kind of tag that says you're hateful or unloving or some other such thing. It just seemed like this past year brought us to a place where you no longer have the freedom or right to disagree without being judged, attacked, and most recently even assaulted just because of a conflicting idea. I thought about my own life personally. Last year, at the same time that God was placing a greater weight of responsibility on me to be willing to speak his heart boldly and to be mindful of the words that I was saying, I came under the most crazy and hateful attacks from everywhere and out of nowhere that led me right to the brink of never wanting to speak or open my mouth again. Last year was indeed the year of the mouth. And the effects of that year and what was unleashed will have far-reaching impacts for us as Christians unless we recognize where we have gone off track and partnered with the spirit of the age. Now, as Christians in some streams, we've learned very well how to be mindful of what you say. You can have what you say and You know, life and death is in the power of the tongue. Don't talk about the devil. Don't use words about death when it comes to our own lives. And generally, you need to speak positive, which is certainly not a bad thing. None of that is a bad thing. But what I rarely see is the same level of attention given to gossip, slander, and accusation, which is just as bad, if not worse. Listen, Jesus said in Matthew 12, that our words reveal our character. Here's what he said in 12, 34 through 37. For the mouth speaks from that which fills the heart. The good person brings out of his good treasure good things, and the evil person brings out of his evil treasure evil things. But I tell you that for every careless word that people speak, they will give an account of it on the day of judgment. For by your words, you will be justified. And by your words, you will be condemned. It's crazy how we are more concerned with how we look or sound to people around us than we, how we look and sound to God. But I want you to know, family, that God is listening to your every word. That careless, or in the King James, it says idle word, comes from a Greek word that means literally idle, lazy, thoughtless, unprofitable, injurious. In other words, what you are saying adds no value whatsoever and in some ways can even be hurtful or injurious, not only to the person you are speaking about, but also to you. Our current political landscape, which has entirely captured the American church, has us calling entire groups of people the most hateful, slanderous, and ungodly things. Now listen, the next time you're watching your favorite news program or personality and you find yourself triggered with emotions that may be making you bitter and angry, just stop for a moment and ask God how he feels about those people, places, or things. I'm telling you that seeing things through the lens of the blood of Jesus produces an entirely different picture than that which is often framed in the current language and narrative of our day. Remember this, there's always two sides of every story, two different stories and two different narratives. And one 
originates in the kingdom of God and the other comes straight from the pit of hell. I'll admit it's easy to get swept up, but an easy way to check yourself is to do this. Stop and think. If your thoughts about a situation are not concerned with people and their eternity, it's very unlikely that those thoughts are coming from the heart of God. If your thoughts and your words lend towards accusation, name-calling, judgment, remember who the accuser of the brethren is and repent. If you're doing that, in all likelihood, you have unknowingly partnered with Satan himself to further his agenda and not God's. We just need to be alert, family. Life itself can be hard enough as it is, but when we knowingly or unknowingly partner with Satan by the use of our words, we open all kinds of doors in our lives to be harassed by him and his imps. Nobody has time for that. At the end of the day, whoever it is that you are irritated and frustrated by, whoever's doing something that you disagree with and feel is wrong, whoever has even done something to you that is straight up wrong, get God's heart on it before you open your mouth. But for God's grace and by his mercy, that could be you. But for the blood of Jesus, their story could be yours. I urge you to start looking at people through the eyes that long for them to connect with Christ and speak words concerning them, speak words about them that would usher them to that end. And by all means, in endeavor to live a life that makes people long for a relationship like the one that you have, with the God you serve, if you think that's something worthy to be pursued. I'm just saying, that is what it looks like to live boldly out loud.